For this episode of Pawtracks, Simone Schloss, class of 79, shares a Princeton love story with a 36-year gap in the middle. I'm Simone Schloss, uh, class of 79. For the past uh, two and a half years, I've been with uh, my boyfriend, Keith Corbett, class of 78. And that would be an ordinary story, except uh, he was my boyfriend for three months when I was a senior at Princeton University in 1979. We went to uh, Alumni Day 2015. Uh, We are both um, musicians and we went to a workshop on beatboxing uh, being given by an a cappella group. And uh, we wandered out of that before it was over and uh, found ourselves um, uh, trying to get into Hear Queen Nor Speak but it was already closed down and it was too early for lunch, so we ended up going off campus to have Indian food. And by the time it was over, we called it our first date. Uh, Keith and I were uh, friends from our eating club at Cloister Inn. He was a year ahead of me, obviously. We had met uh, when I was a sophomore. I was sitting in Holder Courtyard and uh, I was with a group of women and he came running by because he lived in Hamilton Courtyard and they pointed him out like we were sighting some kind of uh, uh, rare bird. That's Keith Corbett and he waved but the funniest part was that he never really ran anywhere but he was in a rush rush that day and uh, a lot of the rest of our undergraduate acquaintance is um, a little fuzzy to me which makes it sort of funny that I'm coming here and wanting to document it or maybe that's why I want to document it because uh, he, uh, it took a while for him to get to know me and um, he claims that we had a lot of long conversations in front of the eating club uh, when he was a senior and I was a junior we were both uh, in sequential years we were both officers at uh, Cloister and uh, senior year rolled around and I was undertaking a thesis in economics and uh, it had three components I felt competent to handle the economic theory and also the interviews. I interviewed multinational treasurers in New York. Uh, I won the Walter Sauer Prize for the most creative thesis in international economic policy. But I might not have done so well if I hadn't gotten help with the Fortran programming because in those days there were no computer classes for credit. And uh, I don't know quite how I got to Keith but he was one of two uh, uh, computer experts that helped me uh, gratis. And after I handed my thesis in, uh, well, it was spring, (laughs) and uh, we'd been friends for two years and we started going out. Uh, But uh, I had a job uh, uh, waiting me in Washington and uh, by July I wanted to be unattached and I broke up with Keith. Fast forward about two and a half years, by the time I was halfway through grad school and wondering what had come of him, he'd gotten married. And by the time he got divorced, uh, uh, at 31, I was already three years married myself. And uh, he remarried, so we both had children. And between us, we have four. And, uh, well, he... Uh, got divorced a second time and I stayed married for a very long time until that 
that alumni uh, day event in 2015. So uh, to continue the Princeton part, uh, a job brought him down to Princeton for a year, so uh, last year we lived in Princeton for a year, and we went absolutely gaga about being on campus. I had a bucket list. I, I was still in grad school, so I was doing my courses remotely, and I uh, became a lifeguard uh, for the first time at age 57, and uh, spent my free time uh, lifeguarding at Dillon Pool this past year. And uh, the year was up, and we moved, and uh, um, we remain uh, very solid. Um, we were always the naysayers. We, we had that in common. We were the naysayers at Cloister Inn, and we were the naysayers at the beatboxing, and um, we're two naysayers who say yes to each other. There's something about meeting somebody when you're 20 that uh, is... Um, is different from later. Uh, sometimes we liken it to ducks that imprint. You never know how things are going to turn out. And it's great being in love with your best friend. Our thanks to Simone Schloss for sharing her story. Brett Tomlinson produced this episode. The music is licensed from First Com Music. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes. We'll be posting more oral history features as well as our monthly Q&A podcast throughout the year.